Welcome to Autism for Badass Moms, the podcast for moms who are ready to reclaim their power and unleash their inner badass. I am Rashida Cartwright, your host, and like you, I am a mom of children living with autism. Together we will redefine what it means to be a mom raising children with autism, one badass step at a time. Ready to defy expectations? Shatter glass ceilings? Let us equip you with the tools and knowledge you will need to overcome life's challenges. So join us on this empowering journey to becoming a true badass mom, fierce, determined, and courageous. Welcome back to episode 11 of Autism for Badass Moms. I'm your host, Rashida, and can I tell all my listeners how super excited I am to have special guest Deandra in our studio. This is the first episode of the podcast where I actually have a guest coming to the studio. And not only that, she took a trip from NY to come to Jersey. Let me hold no punches when talking about this badass autism mom. Deandra is a self-published author of her first children's book entitled Cam's World. Deandra wrote this book to reflect on the daily life of her 13-year-old son, Cameron, who was diagnosed with autism when he was a toddler. Being not only a single autism mom, but also a true advocate, she wanted to create a fun but educational way to help children and adults who are not on the spectrum to understand autism more in depth. Based out of New York City, before venturing off into writing a book, she found ways to network and connect with other moms who were on the same journey. From hosting brunches for special needs mothers to planning an autism walk in her community, Deandra proves to be an inspirational autism mom. She was even able to request to have autism traffic signs in every park. So now you see signs in the park that say, autistic children play here. Thanks, Deandra. That is like truly commendable. With so many amazing accomplishments already achieved, Deandra knew that she wanted to publish her own children's book. She observed everything Cameron would do, jotted them down, did her research, and successfully published her first book. Deandra's goal is to make a difference in any way that she can for her son and other special needs families in the world. By using her voice through her book, she just wants to make a difference and inspire others. Well, hey, Deandra. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I am so happy that you decided to join us um, for another episode of Autism for Badass Moms. And I really want to get into your story. I think it's just like a phenomenal story. Thank you. So tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your journey raising a child with autism. So about myself, (laughs) Um, I'm 34. I live in NYC. Queens, to be exact. Yes, the um, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm an autism mom. My son is 13. And, you know, I'm a great person overall. I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn, so what are you? Really? January 19th. I'm, I'm January 9th. What? Oh, my gosh. 
See, I already know. I already wow, knew we had goats, something. The goats. Wow, the goats. We're diligent workers, everyone. We're diligent right. yes, workers. We are, yes, we are. That's fact. <laughs> um, I'm really passionate about being an advocate, mm-hmm. like for my son, but other families as well. Okay. Um, I'm a hard worker. I'm always honest, um, friendly, big-hearted, and I'm just trying to make a change in the world no, the best I, way that I can. I think it's amazing. And I you do not look like you have a 13-year-old, I just want to say to my <laughs> Everyone audience. Says that. <laughs> at all. And your son's name is? Cameron. Cameron. Yes. Love that name. Thank so you. So take me back to when you got the diagnosis. What was that like for you? So when Cameron was diagnosed... Um, it was a lot for me because at that moment, you know, I was younger and mm-hmm. I didn't know what autism was. Right, right. And the information that we get now, we didn't have it at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that moment, I was just like, what? Like, what is this? You know, and and the doctor was like so rude about it. She's just like straight to the point, like, hey, your son has autism. He's not going to be able to talk. Oh. He's not going to be able to play with children, uh, play in a park, like she just shut down everything, like his whole world, basically, and mine's too. And I'm just like, well, you know, elaborate more. Like, you know, why can't he do these things? And it was just like a quick moment of, listen, a lot of people go through this, and this is just what you're going to have to deal with. It's the finality of it. Like, yeah, so so you know, you got your child's got autism, and yes. I just want you to know he won't be able to do any of the things Anything. that you thought he would be able to do. Right. This is your pediatrician? Yes. That's common. And that actually really hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother was there with me and, you know, she was hurt too. But my mother, she knows how to show more strength than me, like, sometimes, you know. I mean, I do too, but in that moment, it's, like, about my kid. So yeah. I was really emotional. And I told myself, um, this is a lot. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to Google it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell everybody at the moment because I needed to understand what autism was first. Okay. And, you know, I just kept looking at my son and I'm just like, this doctor is not going to shut down our world. Like, I'm going to figure out how you can play in the park, how you can play with other children, mm-hmm. you know, and he wasn't verbal yet. So I'm just like, we're going to figure out how you can talk, you know, and just reading about it and having my family being super supportive and certain friends, certain family members and certain okay. friends, because not everybody is supportive. Um, it really helped me because even though I had that support, I was actually still really depressed. And I would say I was in denial a little bit. And I'm going to say a little bit because I'm just like, no, nothing's wrong with my kid. Mm -hmm. You know, look at him. He's a sweet boy. He's just not ready to talk. Or, you know, like I just had this own story or vision in my head about my son. But I didn't like shut him out to the world or anything. Mm -hmm. I just I wanted to understand him. I wanted to understand autism. And I was depressed, but I was still pushing through Mm -hmm. while being depressed. But. And it's so common uh, that that the denial. Right. Mm -hmm. And the way it hit you. Right. And but I love how you were just like, you know what, I'm going to take action. Love mom. (laughs) I'm going to take action and do what I need to do and Google whatever I need to do. But there is also that piece of processing like, okay, what just happened here? Right. Because, you know, we have babies and we think like, oh, we're going to do this or our child's going to do X, Y and Z. Plan this whole thing out. And And then our trajectory has to definitely take a huge shift. Right. Huge shift. 
So, I, and the depression, depression, you know, for those who've experienced it, it's it's such a struggle to to get out of. Yes. But it sounds like you pushed your way through. I had to. Yeah. For my son. Yeah. And it wasn't even, I'm not taking away the fact that everyone was helping me mm-hmm. in the best way that they could, but it's really about you pushing yourself for you. And I said, I'm going to push myself for me for my son. Like, I have to be there for him. He didn't ask for this. So I have to get this together. So, And that takes a lot of strength. A, yes. lo- a, a lot of strength. Yes, absolutely. So were there any challenges uh, as, you know, Cameron was coming up? Anything that you faced? I know you said that there were, as we all have, family and friends that either just may not get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but were there any other challenges that were a struggle for you? With him? Like his With behaviors? Him, behavior-wise? Um, yes. So I'm going to make... Uh, I'll tell one story. Okay. Um, This is when I was really learning him in autism. So, you know, me, my sister, one of my sisters, because I have a bunch of sisters, but me and my sister and about three of my nieces and nephews, like we went to Central Park to have a picnic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm really like an active mom. So I'm just like, okay, he has autism, but we're still going to go out. We're going to have a great time and we're going to be around the right people with good energy and we'll be fine. So we went to the park and... You know, he's having fun with his cousins. And then I let his hand go. My son ran into the street. Oh, wow. Yes, in Central Park. Like, and it's really busy over there. So it was a red light, thank God. And what I mean, he took off. He took off. And he was about five. He took off. So So I can't imagine, like, your heart My heart was in my toes. Wow. And God gave me the strength and speed to run, like, after him. And even though, you know, I was running after him, I noticed that there were other cars sitting there. And, you know, usually, like, in New York, they're, like, really tough, rude. They're aggressive. Mm -hmm. They would scream rude, mean things like, look at her. She's not controlling her kid. But I think they kind of noticed that something was wrong with him. So you didn't get that. Right. So they were like all like really still and just waiting for me to get Cameron. And, you know, I I got him. I was screaming at the top of my lungs like, Cameron, come back. Like, you know, Cameron. And, you know, he's like dipping through the cars. You know, when kids are like dipping through, like that's like a lot. So, I mean, you know, the other kids were on the side with my sister, but, you know, they couldn't come after us. So it's just me and Cameron. And that's when it hit me like, Wow. This is real. And I have to hold my son's hand, you know? I mean, any kid can run into a street. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But with him, and it's a part of autism, you know, they can become runners. Yes, yes. And he was a runner when he was younger. Not anymore. So when I learned that about him, I never let his hand go ever again. You know, we had a mom on uh, that her son, they, they would call it like an elopement rest. Mm-hmm. And... There was times where she was, you know, he would jump over, go into the street, um, you know, two-way traffic. She'd have wow. to run. We'd, be, we'd become runners. <laughs> right. <laughs> Track stars. You Track know, stars. we learn how to become many <laughs> right. things, right? And it is something that she still deals with. I, I know that uh, at the school one time um, he had eloped and they actually had to bring the dogs in. And so it is real. Wow. It is real. And I know you just said that his, you know, that behavior seems like it extinguished itself mm-hmm. where he's not eloping anymore. No, not anymore. Oh, Thank that's God. amazing. That is amazing. I mean, things aren't perfect, but 
that was a lot. You know, like it, it was a lot. Yeah, that was. A but lot. you know, I I learned that, and I was hard on myself when that happened, because it's like you know, you're his mom. How did you let him run into the street? And but I was learning my son, so no one can ever make me feel bad mm-hmm. about that. You know, I had to sit with it and understand it, and you know, it was just something I learned. And I said, at this point, he can't go with anybody because if they let his hand go, I don't need those right. mistakes. So it was either he was with me. My mom, uh, one of my brothers, or uh, one of his aunts on his dad's side. Like, I didn't trust everybody, like, with my son. I was like, no. Yeah, and and, and again, be, now is your son verbal? Yes, he language? is now. That talks amazing. a lot. So, so how was that? Because didn't the doctor say he wasn't going to be able to talk? Right, the doctor. Right. right. And he was playing with his cousins at Central Park. Oh. She said he wasn't going to play with kids, oh, right, that gosh, part. Oh, my gosh, Miss Doctor. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um... With him being nonverbal, you know what's crazy? He started saying, like, mama, dad, dad, right, mm-hmm. when he was one. And then it just shut down. So we were like, what, what's going on? You know, like, what is going on? Yeah. So later on, I'm going to say when he was five, that's when he started speaking. And I was at work. I was working in Manhattan at the time. And they were like, my aunt calls me because she was watching my son. And she's like... He just said, mommy, he just said, mom. So I'm like, I have to leave my job. I have to leave my job. Like, and I was working in real estate, commercial real estate. And, you know, it could be a lot Mm -hmm. in that field. So I'm just like, my son is sick. I have to go home. So I went home. Right. I got an Uber. I went home. I bought pizza. I got cake. Like, I'm that kind of mom. Like, it just, it meant so much to me, you know? It might be small to other people, Mm -hmm. but that was a big moment for me because I prayed for that for so long, so long. And, you know, you still have other kids on the spectrum that don't talk. Correct. And they're yeah. older. So yeah. it's it's a lot, you know. Yeah. My son, um, he is nonverbal. Oh, and wow. almost there, there, similar story in the sense that he would he was saying mama, dada, and then it just kind of shut down. Shut down. Right. And never heard him say it again. Mm-hmm. But then right now he's 13. Oh, wow. See me. I don't know what's up with us. Like, I feel like we were, like, separated at birth. Right, right. (laughs) You're my sister. You are my sister. Right, right. And, um, you know, he has to use, like, an AAC device to be able to speak for him. Mm -hmm. But there are those moments where he'll be doing his own thing and he'll throw out, like, hi. And I'm like, hi, hi. And then he shuts down like, oh, no, she knows. Let me let her not know that I, you know, I can talk here. Right. So that is such a celebration. I love how you do the cake and the pizza and everything like that. I'm like the extra mom. I don't care what anybody says about me. They're always like, you're extra. I don't care. Even if he wasn't on the spectrum, Mm -hmm. I was always going to be an extra mom because motherhood is just like so beautiful, you know? Absolutely. And. I don't know. I just I just really love my son. And when he said that one word, that meant a lot. But he said something else when I took him out because we were always in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And we went to Manhattan and we were on the horse and carriage because he pointed to it. You know, they always point yeah. to the things that they want. And I'm like, OK, I'm, let's, like, we're getting on, you know, whatever he points to. I'm just like, we're getting it as long as it's not, you know, dangerous or anything. We got on. And when he got off and, you know, the guy let him feed the horse with carrots Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had like a fun day overall. And Cameron turned around and said, Mom, I had fun. Oh. So (laughs) I I started crying in the city. 
I started crying. Like, I don't like people seeing me cry. I'm really big on that. Okay. But my son hit a spot and I started crying. Oh my gosh. Yes, I and, broke down in the city. And I'm just like, I'm feeling like the tingles all over. Yes, I'm feeling it now. Like, I don't think others, you know, others out there who may not have a child um, with autism can understand no, that moment where you're just totally surprised mm-hmm. at some new thing that they can do. Right. And, and it's just like, did this just happen? Right. Did this did, did this really happen? Because a lot of times, you know, you have doctors or you have family members saying like, well, I don't know. They may not be able to do that. They may this may be just what just it is right now. Down. And then I think that gives us continual hope. Right. Like, OK, if Cam could do this, he can. There's It's endless of what he can do. Mm-hmm. And now he's 13. Yes, and he's talking my head off. Oh, my goodness. Now you're thinking back like, hmm. I'm like, Cameron, (laughs) certain things are private. Can't tell everything. And he's like, okay, mom. (laughs) You're right, mom. It's like private? What is that? So I want to get into what this did for you. Having your son who, you know, diagnosed with autism and for our listeners out there, uh, Deandra has a book. Yes. So tell me about that journey. <laughs> so um, starting Cam's World book was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm here to be like 100% honest and raw, you know. Well, you got That's to. That's just who you I got am. To. We're badass. You know, you certain things to. that I like to share, but I'm, I'm going to be really honest, you know. So at the time, I was working in the mm-hmm. city. Um you know, and it was a lot of understanding Cameron, going to work, being young, the dating life. Yeah. And just understanding me because I'm still growing, you know, and just trying to be this perfect mom. And going through all of this and having friends, you know, that understand but mm-hmm. don't fully understand because they're not in our shoes. Right. It was a lot on me. So I would have ups and downs of why are you writing this? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You can't be an author. What are you doing? Then I'm like, no, you are an author. Yes. Like, you're going to do this. And this is for your son. And this is also for other children on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really make a difference. What are you doing? I had to wake myself up. It was a big challenge. I had to. There were times where <laughs> I was in the library on my lunch break. I got an hour lunch break and I took two hours. And I would really take the chance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and you know my friend she would cover me and I would tell her listen I'm, she knew what I was doing mm-hmm. but she covered me and I really thank her for that I used to go to the library for two hours and I would look at other children's books and see where I could like stand out from you know just the other children books right. authors and to see if they had other books about autism you know like the kid friendly ones like not so much of a depression kind of story right, you know right right And then what put the icing on the cake was me sitting in a park. I took my son to the park Mm -hmm. and there were other children playing. And Cameron's very friendly. He's very friendly. He wasn't speaking too much, but he could say hi and, you know, like the normal greetings. And, you know, he was a little big for his age. And, you know, he went up to the other children and he's like, hi, you know, want to play? Like, you know, just trying to introduce Mm -hmm. himself and trying to make friends. And all the kids, except for one, so a whole group of them were looking at him like, he's talking like a baby. And, you know, they're pointing. Okay. And they're looking at him like, you know, they don't want to play with him. 
And I wanted to cry in that park, but I said no. And I wanted to get up and say, you know, you guys should be a little more kind. You know, he doesn't understand. But I said, no, let me sit back and let me just see how far he can go. Now, that must have been challenging. Oh, that was the oh. biggest challenge. Okay. I'm actually getting chest pain explaining it right now. Yeah. It was a lot. So one kid said to him, he said, he, no, he said to me, what's wrong? You know, what's wrong with mm -hmm. him? So you can't explain what autism really is to a child, but I broke it down in the best way that I could for him to understand. Okay. And he's like, oh, so basically Cameron needs help. So he's like, so we can help him. And he's like, come on, Cameron. And I'm just sitting there oh, like, what? Like my eyes are like tearing Girl. up right now. I mean, oh, he just grabbed his gosh. hand and he didn't give up. He had the patience. Like, you know, because with Cameron, you, you got to keep repeating, you mm -hmm. know, with most of them. So mm -hmm. he just kept going with Cameron and he had the energy and the patience and he was compassionate. And I'm just like, what? Like, I hugged him. I said, where's your mom? Where's your dad? <laughs> uh, can you come to our house? I will, I will give you a party. Like, like What do we need to do? A parade? You want a parade? I got you. You're beautiful. Like, not saying the other kids were, like, bad or anything, but because, you know, kids can be mean, yeah. and it's not their fault. But this kid was like, oh, my gosh, because we don't get play dates. We don't go to the park, and it's easy for us yeah. to have, you know, our kids playing with other kids. So that put the icing on the cake for my book. So in the story, it'll be like a, like a scene with, you know, oh. that to promote kindness and acceptance. So, so that all came along with the book. So how long was this process of getting this book together? together? Yeah. I would say three years. Three years. I had to keep observing Cameron. Mm -hmm. And then the illustrator, he was nervous. <laughs> He was like, I never did a children's book about autism. Like, I really want to take my time. So even though he's doing artwork, mm -hmm. he wanted to understand Cameron. So I would oh, bring Cameron amazing. around a lot. And I feel like it all came together at the right time. Even though I was rushing for a certain date and I had to, you know, do another date. I'm just like, you know what? This happened at the right time and it came together good. I can't imagine how fulfilling that is. Oh, yes. Like, like, what was it like when it was finally done and you had the book in your hand? <laughs> so it was a lot because the pandemic was here. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't print out the books yet because everything was shutting down. Okay. So it was on Amazon. And I'm just like, are you serious? But I was still grateful, but I'm like, we can't print these books. And the material of the book is like for, you know, like sensory issues. Mm -hmm. So... You know, it's a soft cover book. And it's like, it's just a great book. Like, and I'm just like, I need my book. Like, where is it? But, you know, during the, the pandemic, you know, I still took a chance of launching it, mm -hmm. you know, but I felt like, okay, this, I need the book in my hands. So when it finally came, I was like, wow, this, you did so this. so nice. Like, I was like, you, your name, like your name is on it. Like that's yours. Like oh. you took this time, like three years, you took this time to do this. You you didn't give up no matter how rough your days were. Like you still took the time out to do this. And I wanted to relate that to autism in itself uh, and that journey mm -hmm. and the struggles that and the challenges that our children have, but also the challenges that we face having to continue to push through 
dealing with new behaviors or you know wanting them to excel right and sometimes feeling like there's a setback and sometimes you yeah. know, having those days where it's like whoa oh, and so this book it sounds like it mirrored that in a sense of like there may have been times where it's just like oh like when is is this gonna is this gonna happen gonna, or yeah that was really heavy on me and how did you continue to push I mean three years is a long time I think this that's just me, mm-hmm. like who I am as a person. Like before I even became a mom, if I wanted a certain job, they would tell me no, I would come back. If that's something I wanted and mm-hmm. I felt it in me, I would go back. Like my first job, like working in a city, I was like, no, you're not going to tell me no. Like I can see myself sitting here. You're visualizing like, it. Yes. I'm coming back. And I came back about three times and I got that job. So that's, that's just amazing. me. Like, I'm a very determined person, always motivated. I am I go after my goals. I do not play about my goals. Like, And even though the journey can be very hard, because, you know, during the midst of writing this book, I was crying. Mm. I was upset. I was, you know, it, my emotions are everywhere. But I'm like, no, you're not a quitter. You're going to do this. Right. You're gonna, and you're not going to make excuses of being an autism mom. Like, you're going to do this. And for your son and other families as well. And, and that's amazing for yeah. for everyone out there. Yeah. Because um, I, I also think it could be for individuals who may not be, um, or maybe like a provider. Right. Uh, someone who may want a little more knowledge mm-hmm. just to have a better understanding. Yeah. Wow, this book. So how has it been received? From uh, the youth or? From just everybody out there. Like, have you been getting feedback? Well, for one, we're on ABC News. What? Oh, oh, we should have yeah. led with that. What? <laughs> so that, that's a big start, right? That would have been the starting point. So, we're on ABC News. We did... Uh, it was a long interview, but you know they cut it up and mm-hmm. edit it and make it really short. But it was it was a good interview. I wish they would have put certain things in it, but I'm super grateful for that. Um, I got a lot of feedback, and you know I even got moms who didn't know me sending me emails. Mm-hmm. You know they were just like I cried after oh. I read your book because. This is everything that my child does, you know? So the behaviors that Cameron has is what other parents, you know, deal with with their kids. They can relate to it. Right. On top of that, I think what stood out to me the most was going to a school. So I had an author's visit. Mm -hmm. And I had to go and read the book to the kids, and Cameron was with me. And that was the first time I've ever done that because I went to another school, but it was with kids who were on the spectrum. Now, the kids that were on the spectrum and they were older, they were about 18, 17, like different, you know, it's always like different ages, but they were like older teenagers. Mm -hmm. With them, they were like, wow, Cameron's cool and you're a great mom and we're happy that you let him do these things because, you know, we need that. Like they were expressing themselves. So that made me very (laughs) emotional, but it's like, wow, they really understand themselves, you know? And even through this book. Like so, it connected with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So that was a blessing for me to have that opportunity first. Now I went to the kids who weren't on the spectrum. So that's the real challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they can be mean. <laughs> so when I started reading the book to the audience, 
You know, when I said certain things that Cameron did in the book, certain behaviors, for example, playing with his straw, mm-hmm. some of them were laughing. So, you know, as a parent, it's like, oh, my God, like, they're laughing at my son. Right. <laughs> but, you know, Cameron's sitting on stage and he's like in a whole nother zone. He doesn't even realize what's going on. And I'm just like hurting for him. And I'm just like, no, it's OK. They're kids like, you know, and they'll understand what once you engage with him. So with them, I'm sorry, not with him. Now, once I started reading the book more, there's also a page in a book where I engage with the audience. Okay. So when I started to engage with the kids, they're like, oh, me, like, over here. Like, you know, now we're we're chatting okay. and we're talking. And then afterwards, they were asking me a lot of questions. And one kid even asked me, so when you take Cameron to a birthday party, what do you do if the music is loud, if there's a DJ? Like, what a now great the, question. Right. Fifth graders. What and I'm just like, great question. I'm like, what? You know, like, they really were asking good questions mm-hmm. that I would expect an adult to ask me. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, they're really curious about Cameron and just kids on the spectrum mm-hmm. or just people on the spectrum in general. And the questions were coming and it was a challenge for me because now I was like, no, okay, now this is the work that, you know, I'm looking for. So, you know, I'm just, I'm engaging with them and I'm talking. And so what stood out to me, because I don't want to make it super long. I left, the school called me back and they said they want to purchase a hundred books for the fifth graders before they graduate. When I came back to bring the books to the kids, they all came up to me like running and they were like, we remember you. We remember oh. you. And one kid said to me, you know, like, I want to be more kind. Like, you know, when I go to my new school, like, I want to be kind. I want to help other kids. And, you know, I if I can help someone who's on a spectrum, I want to. Like, these kids were really, like, smart. So an idea and that compassionate. you— Yeah, the, an idea that you had— to you know, track your son and write this book about his journey mm-hmm. connected to kids again that were you not know on not on the spectrum, spectrum may have never met someone who was on a right. spectrum, and you left this like impression. Cameron mm-hmm. left this impression, mm-hmm. and that think about it. I you know people say like you know one person can like you know change everything, right? That's right. So that one or two kids that really got something out of it, yeah. their interactions now mm-hmm. with children with autism can be so much different. Yes. So much different. They they made me cry. I was like, <sighs> guys, I need a hug from everybody. Like, I was hugging. Oh, I was like, I love you. Like, I told them I love them. And they were like, <laughs> we love you. Like, we all were just like, we love you. We love you. Because I just love kids in general, uh-huh. you know? Like, kids are innocent. We were just hugging. I'm crying. And then, like, the teachers, you know, they worked so well with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and they were just like, come on, take a picture with them. But that stood out so much to me because it touched the kids who are not on the spectrum. And that's what we need in the world. Not just the kids, the adults, too, but we're starting with our youth, of course. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, wow, I just made a difference with these kids, you know, and they're going to take this with them. And they're going to live with this and they're going to change and they're going to want to be better and they're going to be kind to another kid that's not Cameron, that's on a spectrum. And they're going to make a difference like this. This is. Yeah. Big. Or if let's say, um, the, you know, there's a child on the spectrum and their friend is like laughing like, whoa, like, chill. Right. like what is what is what is wrong with you? Right. And can change that person's yeah, right. viewpoint. And it can stop the bullying, you oh, know, because we're dealing with a lot of bullying yeah. now. It's it's bad. It's really bad. So but when I see those things, I think to myself, 
how can I make a change? That's why I push my book Mm -hmm. in any way that I can, because I saw the impact that it had on the youth. So I'm like, this, I have to keep going. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> I have keep, to going. keep going. You right. have to keep going. And so how do you juggle? I mean, I don't even know why I'm asking you because you just do it. Like, I don't even know. Like, they're like I don't stu- even know. Those are like stupid questions. Stupid <laughs> no, questions. It's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but how do you juggle being a mom, juggle and being an author, work, like just everything that you do? <laughs> I really want to say I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I used to be like, you have to have a balance, right? Mm-hmm. I have a balance to an extent because it's really no balance. But I do tell myself, you have to make time for you. I can't be there for my son if I don't make time for me. Absolutely. I mean, if I have to go to the beach and sit by the water to clear my mind for a few minutes, I will do that. You know, it helps me. I'm really big on having peace Mm -hmm. so I can regroup, think, you know, get my day started on the right path. and. Manifest, and that's just that's just how I am. I manifest too. Oh my yes, gosh, yes, what sister, is happening yes, here, sister, sister. sister. <laughs> We are real sisters. I'm like shocked right now. Yeah, like it's it helps me because I'm still young. I want to enjoy life, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be young to enjoy life. You should always enjoy life. You know, you only get one life, that's and I don't want the whole story of you're an autism parent, and I'm going to say parent because it could be single dads out there, absolutely. Or, you know, even grandparents with them being, raising. Yes, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be like a thing where it's like your world is shut down. You know, and that's why we have our community with us as moms that are helping each other in some kind of way. You know, a call, a text, something can help. Like, you know, with our mental, because we need that. I need that. I can really speak. A lot of us need that. You know, sometimes I'm at the beach and I'm on my knees crying because I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. But to me, I say, I pray, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. really big on Mm -hmm. praying, you know, and I, I just, I pray and I'm like... Come on, just start the day. Things are going to get better. Let's go. And you have to be strong for Cameron because he can't have the strength that you have. You know, when he's looking out on the street, I have to look for him. I have to do double yeah, because he can't do. So my strength has to be here for my son. So I'm just like, you don't have time to slack, but I'll do, you know, I'll go to the beach and cry and scream. And I'm like. And you, and it's okay to have yeah. those moments to, because if we, I always say like, if you like leave all that inside, it's going to come out in a, oh my gosh. In a, a time uh, at the wrong person. Yeah. And we don't want that. And I've experienced that before <clears throat> and I had to get myself together. Like yeah. that, that was a lot. And I love how you talked about like having a higher power. I think there's a lot of individuals who draw on that. Mm-hmm. Um, just having faith in his word. That's right. Um, it's, it's just so powerful mm-hmm. because sometimes, again, when we feel like we're alone, we're not really alone. We're not. But, you know, it, it's a little fight because yeah. we're looking. We're looking for him to be like right here. Where you at? Where you at? Right. Like hold my hand. Like I want to feel your uh-huh. hand. Like it's just it's it could be a lot. Yeah. So, and then like just being in different relationships and. Mm-hmm. You know, being with friends and I'm a person who's like um, I'm really given and I put my all into every relationship. I'm not just talking about love. I put it all into okay. my son, my friends, my my cousins, my mother. Like, you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give half energy to anything or anyone. Okay. So that could be draining when it's not the right person. And you're not receiving it back. So I'm always all in for everything, even when I don't have a drop of energy in me. 
How that sounds really hard to. It's very hard, yeah. but it's just something in me that I just I can't do half energy or half effort with anything. It's just who I am. Um, so if I feel like it's not for me, I'll just like pull back. Like now I've learned to just like pull back. But you know, I've had many different relationships. You know, with friends. You know, my lover and. You know, my mom and, you know, siblings mm-hmm. and, you know, close cousins. And it's just it's a lot. But I love being there for Cameron. He calls me every day when he gets on the bus, even though I put him mm-hmm. on. He calls me when he's getting on the bus, coming home. He doesn't like me taking him to school. So he gets on the Oh, never that. He's, well, he's 13. He's I mean, like, Mom, no, no. Cramping a style. I'm like, Cameron, <laughs> no, I want to go with you. I'm your friend. Like, I want to go. So what is your plans? I mean, I'm looking for a series. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know if anybody else is out there looking for, a, you know, a, a whole series. Maybe a movie, but that's I'm just rushing you. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. So, Anything. So ready. have you been thinking about doing another book? What What's your, what's your aspiration? What's your goals? So I've hosted a few walks, mm, autism beautiful. walks. Well, I actually started with... Autism Mom Brunch, that was my way of introducing myself to other moms. I'm like, I need friends. Like, you know, moms are on the spectrum. Like, how do I reach out to them? Like, you know, so I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do this brunch. I use like my last dollars from my checks and I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. They came from Philly. Yeah, they came from Philly, New Jersey, the Bronx, like all over. Like, I still love them for that. And we're still like close and like great friends. And, you know, our kids, their family. Um... I started with that. I went to the walks because I said, I want to make a big difference. Come on, mm-hmm. you know, let's bring people together. Let's spread awareness. And I said, I want to get this book started. And now I'm thinking of doing another book because Cameron is older. But I also want to do a book about myself. Okay. And I want to really get into detail about me and how I'm going through this journey to, you know, help other moms you so know powerful yeah like you know just they need this you know we need it because i'm not like perfect or anything and i'm like today i, I had a bad day before i was even coming here mm-hmm. you know like it's it's a lot it is a lot and i think you know, with this podcast the the goal of the podcast is to one just remember how badass we are because we I, you right. know, again i'm sitting here in awe of you like oh Wow, like the strength, where's it coming from? And she just keeps going and she wrote this book. Um, but it's about finding, you know, finding our strength, finding resilience and telling our story. That's right. Because in so- unfortunately, sometimes we go unnoticed because our children's needs take precedence. Right. But it's a very emotional journey. I feel like I always said to people, like, in one Girl. day, I am depressed, angry, and anxious. Then, and then the next second, I'm just like, we're having a great day. <laughs> I mean, let me go and get some shrimp and some, you know, I'm just, I'm just in a whole nother world. Like, it's always like, it's all over the place. There's really no uh, balance. So I I, I can't wait till this, this book comes out about you, your story. (laughs) I don't have a date for that. So I'm not going to speak on that. So it's not going to be in a January, like kind of thing, like a Capricorn way? No, so usually (laughs) I like introduce my projects around my birthday time, Mm. but I've been a little overwhelmed with, like, everything that I've been going through. So I'm just like, all right, you need a little break and you need to regroup, you know. I'm, you know, I'm working on a cookbook. I'm just all over the place, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out which route to go. And I just, yeah, this is a part of becoming your own boss. Becoming your own boss. And I don't know, this... 
So this is what's coming up for me. I think about like um, diamonds and how beautiful diamonds. And you are a diamond. How beautiful diamonds. diamonds are. Yes, we are diamonds. Yes. And and what it what goes into creating the diamond? You need that heat. It's mm-hmm. got to be cut. It's got so the the pressure makes it as beautiful as it as right. it is. And that's who you are. Solid as it Solid. is. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Solid. And and I, and all you know, my mom's out there too. You, you know, we 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 get burnt. We get cut. We get pressure. Mm-hmm. But. Our, the beauty of our spirit, the the beauty of our, that we do, and again, I don't think autism moms out there all realize that we do what most people cannot or would not do. That's right. Because I used to be like, oh, like, well, people, oh, you know, I don't know how you do it. Well, I have to do it. But you know what? No, like my strength is my strength. That doesn't right. mean another mom would be able to bear that. It's a lot of moms that would not be able to handle this. And that's not me like singling them out or making them feel any kind of way. Because just being a parent alone is a lot. Yeah, You know, I always have to express that. But I'm telling you, this lifestyle, nobody really understands us. I don't care what you read. Mm -hmm. I don't care, you know, if your friend has a child with special needs and you're always there watching it. When you're in our shoes, which I'm not looking for no one to be in my shoes, but if you were in our shoes... yeah. You would be like, wow. I always think like, I'm not a swimmer. I'm going to work on it. I'm still working on it. We can get swimming Okay, we, we have yeah. to because I always yeah. think of the apocalypse coming and there's water and, you know, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I'm the only one that can't swim. Oh, yeah, I'm over here. But I think about it, It's like, let's say you're in the water, a mm-hmm. beautiful summer day, and you're deep in the water. And I'm sitting here on the sand. I can imagine, because I've been in the water, how it would feel like being in the water, but I truly can't really grasp it until I'm actually in the water. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is, right? Like, I think people genuinely want to try to understand or may have a sense of empathy. Right. But again, until you're like in there, that water is up to your neck, the Uh, sun is hitting you, you just don't know. Then then you'll know then. Then you'll know, like, you need to come on and jump in this, this water. Right. So that was a good example. Yeah, it just came. I don't know these things. I don't know if you're like one of those who like. I <laughs> no, I am. Think of yeah, like, just start it, thinking. It, yeah, it's no, just that was like, a good one though. Have you ever thought about teaching other individuals how to create a book? Um, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people reach out to me like, "How did you start it?" And I'm not the one that's like gonna keep secrets or anything. Uh-huh. I'm just like, hey, like so. You know, I started with this, and if you need an illustrator, this is my guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I went to the library, and, you know, I read other books. Like, you have to really research a lot. I mean, if you really want to put your all into your book, you have to research other books and, you know, just see where you can stand out from other people. Right. Not saying looking to go and compete, but, you know, this is your story. You don't want it to be similar to somebody mm-hmm. else's. So. And it's trial and error, right? Like, so you you went into it. You did your research. I'm sure there was times where it's just like, ooh, do I do that? I don't know. What, right. What's next? And then, uh, no, honestly, that's a good point. Because, like I told you before, I was just like, whoa, like, I'm stupid. Like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. how do you even do this? Like, I had to really figure this out by myself. Like, yeah. I didn't have no support in creating my book. None. I mean, my friend's rooting for me, but right. like I had to really figure out how to become an author all by myself. And that's like autism, right? We get the diagnosis. That's right. Right? And we have to figure out wow, that's right. what to do next. Mm-hmm. Right? Because again, 
all our children are different. You yes, know, some of the are. behaviors may be similar, but they are different. That's right. And so, you know, we have to navigate some deep water, some rough waters. Do we? We do. So I just want to know what advice would you give? Let's say a mom that is just getting the diagnosis, um, and or a mom who wants to do something, wants to give back, wants to reach people. Like, what kind of advice would you? give both those parents? Um, So starting with the parents who are dealing with the diagnosis, um, like early, in the early stage, um, it's okay to sit with yourself and, you know, just go through the motions because we're all human. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're a bad mom. Don't feel like you failed in anything. Um, But don't, like, hide the situation, you know, and don't, if you are in denial, don't sit in it for too long. You know, I'm not God. I can't tell anybody, like, mm-hmm. you know, what to do. I'm just giving my advice. Um, get the help that's needed because it can really help our children. Like, I'm so happy I didn't push away help, you know, because yeah. that help helped. Yeah. It helped yep. out so much. And even though, you know, my friends weren't around for certain things that, you know, I was going through to get my son help. But it, because it's still like a... Our journey, me and my son, even with my my mother being there, you know, my brother or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's still me and my son at the end of the day. So I would say just try to push and remember you're pushing for them because they can't push for themselves. You know, yeah. you have to be there for them. You know, I told myself when you become a mom, like whatever your child is going to go through you have to go through it. Like, this is just what you're going to go through. And then it's crazy because that happened. And I'm just like, well, you know what? This is our journey. Like, this is my son. We're going to go through it. Yeah. But I think it's easier for the moms now, I would say, because, and dads and grandmothers, you know, all the supporters. Um, There's more, like, support on social media, you know, like, yeah, you can really go on social media. You can type in autism on TikTok, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, and, you know, you'll see so many stories and, you know, some people might not respond because, you know, they have a lot going on or whatever the situation is. But what I will say for me, if you reach out to me, you know, my days are a little reckless sometimes. I don't have, like, an actual scheduled day. Oh, no schedule? No, it's all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> Me just trying to boss up <laughs> and be the best mom ever and, and you look are. good and, and enjoy you life. Are. And you are. Yeah, it's, just, it's a lot. But, you know, if I see something pop up, I'm just like, because I don't have an assistant or anything. Mm-hmm. This is everything that I'm doing by myself. So if you reach out to me, I will always respond. Even if you want to reach out and say, you know, my son is in potty train. I'm embarrassed. I'm here to tell you it's okay. You know, because it's yeah. things that we can't share with other parents, you know, who have kids that are mm-hmm. not on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And like some parents are embarrassed to say like, you know, I'm still like washing my son. Like I still help Cameron wash up and he's yes. 13 and yeah. he looks like he's my teenage brother. Same. I'm like, you know, I'm pushing my long weave back and I'm wrapping it up and I'm just scrubbing like a nurse aide. And I'm just like, come on, boy, we can do this. You know, like, and I'm not embarrassed to share that with anybody. But, you know, certain people, they'll look at you like he's, you know, she's still helping him. Yes, I am. That's a child. Yes, I am. 
And then we realize that not everybody's going to get it, and and it may not be for them to get. It's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Right. I remember, and again, you know how you talked about support, and again, social media just definitely changed the game. Yes, even big with time. support groups, them being able to reach people in a virtual manner, just mm-hmm. just game changer. And I remember when I went to my first support group, I was dealing with feces, everybody feces. Okay. Um, and my <laughs> son was the smear on the wall. It was... What age was it? Oh, he was like seven. Okay. Seven. And it was just, you just, in the it was like, we got to stand guard in the bathroom now. Right. One second. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Over. Yes, it's, it's I like my here. white walls. Right. <laughs> they turned into yellow beige. Listen. <laughs> I mean, it was crayons with Cameron, but yeah, listen, uh, you just never know what they're capable they're of. They're quick, too. Very fast and very strong. And so I was embarrassed to tell anybody, mm-hmm. tell anybody. And um, there was mornings I would, uh, before I went to work, he would end up doing that. And I'm like, people don't even know what I had just come from. Right. And, and you're looking good. Yeah. And I'm just like, like hey, you do now. Okay, and you're going in you know, with your great energy. Because I boss up. Like, yeah. That's right. You know, maybe a little feces on my nails. But right. who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. That's what you want, right? right. I made it. <laughs> And I'm going to work hard. When I went to my first support group and I heard another mom share my story, I was just too through. That was God. It was this weight mm-hmm. like came off of me. Like, because you sometimes feel alone. You feel like you're the only one experiencing these right. things. Right. It talks does. About it feels it, like, lonely. I, it, just, it just freed me. It freed mm-hmm. the shame. It freed the guilt. It freed the, it just let me know that, yeah, this is a thing. And you know what? If she can get through it, I can get through I can it get too. Through too. Mm-hmm. I can get through it too. So, the, I, I'm sure the listeners want to know how do we find you. <laughs> they want to do stalker types. Don't be stalk me. <laughs> how do we find your book? How do we do all that? Okay, so um, you can go on our website for the book at www.welcometocamsworld.com, and then we have our Instagram. It's welcome to underscore camsworld. But we have another Instagram. It's called Cam's World, and I got locked out of it, Ooh. and that hurt my soul. So don't go to that, guys. I don't care if it has a lot of followers. That's not me anymore because not I can't her. get into it. It's not her. So just go to the Welcome to Cam's World page. And, you know, I'm open to sharing other people's stories on my platform. And if we can come together and work on something to make a difference, I'm open to doing that, you know, if, if I have the time. Like, because, you know, I said I'm all over the place. But... <laughs> You know, I'm just, I'm open to meeting more families. Like, I just want to keep it going because we are really a big community. We are. And we really all need each other. Like, I'm not faking this right now. I'm so serious. Like, like a few days ago, I was just crying. Like, Cameron's behavior, you know, goes up and down. Mm -hmm. We're going to always learn something different with them. It's not going to just be the same thing every day. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, he's 13. He's big. He looks like a football player, you know? 13, too. Yeah. Just 13. And his strength is real. So, you know, if I have to calm him down from a meltdown, do you know how hard that is for me to do? It's just, it's really, really and hard. And it's, di- it's different from when they're like six or seven. But right. now you have a 13-year-old who's looking like 21. Right. Because they're like 13. Yeah. He's in the park like, hi, my name's Cameron. <laughs> And I'm just like, yup, that's my boy. And he's your friend now. Yeah, we're both going to play with you. Like, it's really crazy. But, you and, know. I mean, again, I think that's amazing. And I just, can you just repeat one more time where they can find you? Yes. So you can find me on my Instagram at 
welcome to underscore Cam's World. And uh, the website for the book is www.welcometocamsworld.com. And listen, reach out to her. Um, I'm getting the book. Oh, yeah, I I'm getting. And I'm like, I should have like asked rushing. you like way before, so I could have so read it and stuff. But I'm, 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 I'm getting, you. I'm definitely getting the book. No, you gotta get paid, girl. Aren't you about your money? I know, oh, I know. I be know about your money, right? You know, right, right. Like, yeah. Um, but I, my also my wheels returning. We could talk about this, and I'm just like, I want to start trying to get an event, events together for moms, and I think, oh, know, that we, would be really good. Like, partner up in January, right? Our In time January. where we really like we really strive. To yes, yeah. yes, because it's about us and and keeping us all strong. And yes. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me on your great platform. And you were the first person that. I had in that we're taping where you can see us. So really? This is, oh yeah, you're the first. <laughs> think about the first. The Guys, I, I was getting my hair done. If you see a scarf, like. <laughs> I was getting my hair done. It didn't get finished, but she looks amazing. She looks amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely am so grateful, and I know our listeners are so grateful for you sharing your journey um, and that just pushing through and and, and creating a, a beautiful future, not only for your son but for you as yeah. well. So thank you. Thank you. And so for my badass autism moms out there, um, as you know, we always end on that being fierce, mm-hmm. being determined. And being courageous, because I'm sitting near one badass woman right now. We are, we are. We yes, are. yes, we all are, badass. We all are. And just again, tune in every Tuesday. I'm here. I'm here. You just need to show up. I'm there, right? I, you know, I'm usually late, but like I'm, I'm there. So yeah. And if you know anyone who needs the support, needs to hear this, has any questions, you know, definitely Deandra's here. You can reach out to the show. Yes. Um, we're we're here for you, but. Don't forget the ABM podcast on Instagram and our website is www.autismforbadassmoms.com. I can't wait for the movie. Yes. You ready to start gonna a movie be, with yes, me? You going to do it? Yes. We're going to wear leather. And when I say I'm going to do something, <laughs> I'm going to do it. So We're going to be in that movie. We're going to do this. We're All right. We love you and we'll yes. see you next week. Bye. Guess what, ladies? The excitement doesn't end here. We're always on the lookout for badass moms. So if you or someone you know has a remarkable story to share, we want to hear from you. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, simply visit our website at www.autismforbadassmoms.com and fill out that guest application form. We review each submission carefully and select guests who align with our show's objectives. Remember, This is your chance to share your badass journey. So don't miss out on this incredible opportunity.